Okay, welcome back to your best life. I'm Jennifer Haley. I am a psychiatrist. I am a lot of other things. And I am the host of this podcast. And today I'm going to talk about body talk, finally. Part of the reason is because I am about to go to Tulum, Mexico and get certified, which is pretty exciting, or at least hopefully I get certified. I'm pretty confident there's a lot to learn and memorize and whatnot, but I'm feeling pretty good about it. I do need to practice. (laughs) But after I get back, uh, the goal will be by the summer to really have a pretty full budding body talk practice. So I'm going to tell you a little about it because it's phenomenal and it's by far the best thing I've ever found for healing. It's interesting in a lot of ways though because when you go to any kind of healing service, whether that's a traditional Western doctor or a traditional Chinese medicine doctor or any kind of healer, you kind of go with a problem like, my shoulder hurts, I'm sad, (laughs) whatever you choose, Um, or some, you know, I have cancer, you know, whatever the thing is that you're going for, there's a problem that's been identified. And in body talk, we don't really work that way. It was kind of startling when I first got into it because you can do something called an agenda session, which is a session just for sadness or your shoulder or whatever. But um, they don't work that way. It's based on your body's priority for healing. So Body Talk has been around for about 20 years or so. I very serendipitously came upon it in late September of 2018. I had heard about it a little bit before, but had not really been into it. Because I've tried a lot of healing things over the years, personally and professionally. And none of them really fixed things. The closest thing I ever found that really fixed anything was my mentor. His name was Bill Bauman. I've talked about him a few times before. Amazing man. And this body talk stuff is so much like what he did. And these people talk the way he talked. And really the only difference between what they do and what he did is the tapping. um, Which... If you're familiar with EFT or emotional freedom technique or some of the other techniques that use tapping, this one's very different. However, the principle of tapping is to kind of help disrupt the electromagnetic field around the person and then it can input new information. So body talk is considered consciousness-based medicine. Things like Reiki or even acupuncture or some of the other healing modalities are considered energy medicine. This one's a little different. So you work with the patient or client or they call them clients. I will continue to call them patients because I am a doctor (laughs) to set up a communication system with that person's own innate wisdom. There are many, many, many healing modalities out there, including osteopathic medicine, which I am an osteopathic physician that truly believe that the body can heal itself. We just have to find a way to allow that to happen. And in osteopathy, the principle is if you get the tissues in line and then the organs can work better and then it can clear it up. And in chiropractic medicine, which is an offshoot of osteopathic medicine, the theory is if you can put the spine in line, then the body will heal itself. Those are lovely thoughts. However, we're missing half the picture because where does disease really start? 
Well, disclaimer, I'm a psychiatrist, but it really does start in the mind. And where does the mind get it? From the environment. There are people that believe that, you know, it comes from biology, but there are more and more studies that are showing that we can actually change the wiring of the brain, the neurological pathways in the brain, through psychotherapy, traditional talk therapy, which can be very helpful, and it's a great place for people to start. However, with body talk, it happens much more quickly. I had been having a lot of problems with my shoulder. It started in May, April, May of 2018. I think it was April, to be completely honest, because by early May, it was it was so bad that I... It could hardly do anything that I'm used to being able to do. I long backstory when I was 18, I may have told this in a podcast somewhere along the way, I fell on my elbow. It was at a party at my friend Jenny's house. She had a pool in the backyard and it was late. I was late getting home. I was the only sober person at this party. Now Jenny was my best friend and I had been to her house a bazillion times, but when I was leaving, I tripped over a rope that they had holding the cover down on the pool because it was October, it was around homecoming, and that elbow has never been the same. So it's my left elbow, and it had gone through phases where it would get better and worse, and I had all this back pain and all these other problems that kind of happened after that, and it had never been terrible, but it definitely made some things harder. I'm a big fan of front load squats. I'm not sure if any of you out there know what those are, but... You put the bar in front instead of on your shoulders to the back. You kind of rest it on your shoulders in the front and your hands are up under it. So your wrists are really bent and your elbows are really bent. It's not the most comfortable position, even if you are really flexible and have a good range of motion there. So I was having a hard time doing those and I really do like them. They're very hard. And it was getting to the point where I couldn't do them. And I was going to someone who does something called muscle activation technique, which, by the way, is amazing. And it was very helpful for me for a long time. But I was going and going and going. And he's like, Jen, I don't know. I can't, I can't help you. I think this is emotional. You're the psychiatrist, after all. He was very kind about it. But regardless, it wasn't getting better. So one faded day, by accident, I ran across Christy up the street at a place I like to go called Kindred Journeys, and the rest has has been history. She did a 15-minute session on me about nothing at all in particular. I was just um, having a hard time with a job that I had at the time, and I felt better within a couple of hours. I, I Nothing drastic. It wasn't like, oh, the angels opened up and the heavens opened up and God came down and I could feel the light on me. It wasn't like that. But I noticed a difference, a shift, a significant one. And I'm like, wow, this stuff's pretty amazing. So shortly thereafter, I went back and I had a full hour session and did not, by the way, ever directly address the elbow or the shoulder. And since that time, I am now front squatting 115, 20 pounds easily. Well, I don't know if it's easy, but my shoulder is not what is standing in the way of me squatting more. It is now my hips and my bum and my legs. So we're still working on that, but that's still pretty good. And I feel good. I feel better than I felt. I'm no longer lactose intolerant. That was one pretty amazing thing. So through this journey though, I've learned a lot about myself and I've learned a lot about healing and the resistance to healing, and 
It's very interesting because there's a book by my buddy Caroline Mays. She and I are not buddies. Um, I, I know her. I met her. I'm pretty sure she couldn't pick me out of a crowd. But regardless, she wrote a book. And it's, it's actually a wonderful book. She writes a lot of wonderful books. And it's called How Something Like Why People Don't Heal and How They Can. And, and it's true. We have this resistance. It is easier to be stuck in our ways. And there are some interesting stories in there. And I've noticed this with patients. And it it is so hard. I tell them all the time, I'm like, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Well, with body talk, it makes it so much easier to change. And it makes it so much easier to find whatever's under there. But you have to have the courage to dig in and you have to have the courage to go after it. So my healing journey started in, I have no idea when it started. And I really am not a huge fan of that whole healing journey phrase, but we're going to use it right now anyway. I had a mother who was a lot of things, but very open-minded and tried a lot of alternative techniques early on. She was one of those two. And I went to this lovely woman who, her name was Marilyn Reinhardt. She's the only person I know of that had more Scorpio in her chart than I do. (laughs) She was an older woman. I don't even know if she's still alive, but man, I'm grateful for her. And she did some very interesting techniques called brain integration, and she worked with Bach flower of essences. And I got very interested in some of this alternative stuff at an early age because she really could help me do things that I was having a hard time with. And after that, I continued to be very open to alternative types of things. So the whole, I don't know, really open-minded part, I guess, really began when I was a resident I was having panic attacks. I'm almost guaranteed I told this story and they weren't getting better. They were getting significantly worse and I was trying everything I knew to try. And finally, um, they all started because I was swimming in an open body of water during a triathlon and that was, the rest was history. So about nine months later, a friend of mine finally talked me into going to this hypnotherapist and the hypnotherapist after one session cured me or neutralized or whatever we're calling it these days the panic. And I have literally never had a panic attack since then. It was April of 2008. Yes. So I got very interested in hypnotherapy and I did hypnotherapy. And hypnotherapy is pretty great, but it's a little slow for me because I want, you know, results and I want them now. So then from there, the hypnotherapist introduced me to all kinds of other things because he was very well-educated and well-read and The guy was a constant learner. He's amazing. He's still in Lansing, Michigan. His name is Bob Ranger. If anybody ever has the ability to see him, he's he's very gifted and very good at what he does. He teaches this hypnotherapy class still. It's, I don't know, 12 weeks or maybe longer. I don't remember. It was very involved. It was great, though. Learned a ton. So he introduced me to Bill Bauman, and he introduced me to mantras, and he introduced me to all kinds of other things, including EFT. EFT didn't really do it for me. Um, I respect people that use it, and like anything, it seems that you need a witness, and that's the thing that I really learned from Bill Bauman, and, and part of Body Talk is it's really a very scientific process. It's based on a lot of quantum physics, which I'm still learning about. In quantum physics, the theory is if you observe a a particle, 
it will change its behavior. I'm not even sure it's a theory. I think that we've actually proven this. And that's how everything seems to work. You know, in therapy, we've done a lot of research and the relationship between the therapist and the patient is the most important part. It doesn't matter what modality they use. It doesn't matter what place they come from, what their education is, how, if they have a master's or PhD or PsyD or they're a medical doctor or osteopathic doctor or whatever. It's the, the relationship that makes the change in therapy. So it's, it's that observation by an outside party. Bill Bauman would call it a witness. You needed a witness. A lot of religions work off that sort of theory. So in body talk, we have this observer who's facilitating the change for people and communicating with the patient's innate wisdom, the part of you that knows how to heal cuts, the part of you that knows how to breathe, you know, how does that happen? We really don't know. And anybody who tells you they do, they don't. I mean, we know that there are certain processes in the body and chemical cascades and neurotransmitters and proteins. And, you know, we know that stuff. But what drives that? What gives us life? What is that God spark, as they call it? So, the again, the theory in, in this whole therapeutic healing process is the witness, the observer, the person that's there to help you focus your intention or focus your everything to help this materialize down into reality. You know, we take this energy and we move it down into reality. And it's just a fascinating thing if you really get into it and study it. I've never seen anything that works like this before. I've never experienced anything that works like this before. I've had patients at my doctor on the man job that I've recommended it to, and I've had some of them say, that's weird. I'm like, okay, well, that's okay. It's not for you. And then I've had some that say, you know, I saw your friend Surio or Lauren or Christy, and I don't need you anymore. Great. I'm glad you don't need me anymore. That's the whole goal is for you to not need me anymore. And it sounds funny to say that. But I mean it. <laughs> the goal is that people find what works for them and they don't need the medicine and they don't need my traditional Western practice and hopefully they do need my body talk practice. And I'm working on that more and more every day. And I'm hoping that some of you experience this or at least give it a try. I have a, an, a friend who I worked on. Her name is Celia. And she has experienced great changes. She's now seeing Christy because I'm not certified yet. And the Body Talk uh, website is bodytalksystem.com. There's a wonderful YouTube video that shows the basic technique. It's called Cortices. I do that every morning. I do it on my cat every morning. Yes, I do it on my cat. He's actually not a cat. He's my familiar or a familiar, or maybe I'm his familiar. I don't really think he's a demon. I think I might be some days, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's he's my boy. So it's something that can be used on animals. It's something that you can use on your loved ones. And this is one of my most rambling conversations ever. But the whole point is, next Saturday, I will be going to Tulum, Mexico, and I will be getting certified in this. And I'm really excited about it, and I'm really excited to share it with people. So I will really look forward to telling you all about my experience in Tulum. It's a very spiritual place. There's a lot of vortices and energy, and it's going to be something that I'm really looking forward to integrating into my practice with Dr. On Demand and with my own 
thing coming forward in the summer or sooner. So again, yes, this was one of my more rambling ones, but I look forward to telling you all about it when I get back. Check out the website. Let me know if you have questions. I will leave a little ditty for my time away, and I look forward to seeing you on the other side.